If you're thinking about working as a CRO specialist, in this video, I want to share the three main paths that you can choose from and how much you might learn and earn in each of them. Here we go. Hey Ciro friends, what's up? My name is Guido Janssen and welcome back to the Ciro Cafe. Today we're going to talk about the different options that you have if you want to work in conversion optimization. Roughly speaking, there are three main paths that you can take. I've taken all three of them, so I want to share a little bit of my experience and a little bit about what you can expect. Now, as a side note, in terms of how much you might actually earn with any of these three paths, this obviously depends quite a bit on where you are in the world and your experience level. But I will give you some ballpark figures and in the show notes, I will link to a zero survey that shows you some salary indications, which you can check out. Now, our first option is working at a digital agency or marketing studio. Uh, the great things here is you can work within a team of like-minded uh, people uh, giving services to clients of the agency. You work on optimizing a website, uh, a webshop, landing pages, or whatever that specific client needs. The pros are you work with uh, people, uh, digital people, uh, with similar knowledge levels, similar experience uh, as you might have, and you work with a diversity of clients and projects. And honestly, that, that's really a lot of fun. Working in an agency has actually been the first work that I had coming from university and I was working in an e-commerce agency here in the Netherlands and it was really, really a pleasure and especially when it's a smaller agency, you might also gain some general business experience in things like sales, account management and project management. Agencies usually have a lot of specific domain knowledge within the company, so it's easy for them to train new junior people. So often what I see happening is that instead of raising salaries for seniors to keep knowledge in-house, they just hire a bunch of juniors instead to get their work done because it's easy for them to, to train people and get them up to speed. Uh, so you typically don't, typically don't see the highest salaries at agencies. In general, average salaries for beginning zero specialists will be around Thirty-five dollars to $40,000 per year and can quickly go up to 50 or 60k a year. And if you're really senior, you can go up to 100k, especially if you work in the US, UK or Germany. Other countries are typically a bit lower than that. So that's roughly the range of what you might earn at an agency as a CRO specialist. Of course, when you're working in a big agency and you're taking on additional roles and get into management or director levels, or maybe you even get to own part of the agency, of course, it might end up to be a bit higher. But this is more or less, the numbers that I just mentioned, this is more or less what you can expect when working for agencies solely in a CRO specialist role. Now, the second option that you have is actually working in-house in a company or what we call client-side. This can basically be selling anything. Um, they can be selling anything, but since Ciro mostly focuses on websites, it's usually going to be a company that's usually selling something to consumers and uh, with a website that has a decent amount of traffic. If you're the first Ciro specialist at the company, you might have a lot of freedom to build your own Ciro practice from scratch and to do things that you, in a way that you want to do. 
You will probably join a team with people that have uh, different uh, skills and that are responsible for different parts of the funnel, uh, like SEO, SEA, content creation, uh, people from branding, customer support, uh, product development, etc. Since you might be the only one doing CRO or maybe just a handful of people uh, that even get what CRO is, uh, a role like this might involve a lot of stakeholder management, which means you need to keep a lot of people informed about what you do and keep them positive about experimentation and validation so you can keep the freedom and the budgets that you need to execute your actual CRO plan and work. Actually, this was my third job experience after working at two agencies where I joined an in-house team of digital marketeers where I was one of the two in-house zero specialists. For me, working in-house feels like you can go way deeper into issues and, and really solve them uh, with long-term solutions. Um, because you're not you're not charged by the hour, uh, which you usually are when you are working at an agency. Um when working in-house, you're most likely the owner of the projects that you can execute on. So you can see things through from conception to launch and you're not just consulting from the sideline. And for me, those projects often make me feel more proud than the projects you do for clients when you work for an agency because you're always going to stay somewhat of an outsider when you work for clients. In-house, you can also have more focus because you're constantly on working on these single uh, uh, products or single websites. Um, so you get to learn all its ins and outs uh, from that uh, website or project. Um, so depending on what you think is fun, uh, of course, this can also be a downside because on, on the client side, it's mostly going to be one big, big project for a long time instead of a smaller short-term project, which is more common on the agency side. If you're really creative and get bored easily uh, and want to switch projects often, in-house might not be your thing. At an agency, you will probably have multiple client projects and uh, you might need to switch to different clients like each day or maybe even every hour, which can be negative for some, but can be positive for others. So it really depends on you personally where your preferences lie. As for the salaries, you can expect to start a bit higher, uh, maybe between uh, 40 and 50k, simply because in-house teams don't want the really junior people that they need to train. They don't have the skills sets in-house from, from other people to actually train you and they don't have the time. You need to be executing right away. Um, and it's not completely unusual to go over 120k for really senior people, although that usually, again, includes taking on some uh, more team management tasks in addition to your actual zero work uh, or even more broader jobs like managing the whole e-commerce website if it's a smaller online team. The business you're in and specifically the margins they make on their prod products uh, and the services and how scalable the business is can have a big impact on the range of salaries that you can expect. And in addition, there might be a, a collective labor uh, agreements or, or unions that apply to your business that can also have a big impact. Usually, if it's a completely online business, uh, like, like a, SaaS, uh, a SaaS product, software as a service, this means the business is highly scalable and you as a CRO specialist can have a huge impact, so you can expect the highest salaries over there. 
On the other hand, there are also many traditional offline businesses that might have a small online presence that functions more like lead generation. And typically, those are more conservative when it comes to salaries. But again, those are just averages and a lot of exceptions definitely exist out there. Um, now for the third option, uh, which is also what I'm doing currently, is going freelance. And when you're going freelance, basically you are the master of your own destiny. You don't have a boss and to a degree you can choose the companies you want to work with and the work that you uh, and the work that you like best, right? Um, if you if you imagine uh, a, a Venn diagram where one circle represents the work that you uh, want to do and uh, the other uh, circle the work that clients will pay you for where they overlap that's where <laughs> that's a sweet sweet spot uh, where you as a freelancer can be um, because this is now your own business nobody guarantees a sale for you uh, and that being said there's also no cap on how much money you can earn uh, if you're able to do full-time freelancing uh, you might be making around 1500 billable hours a year and an average at an average rate of uh, for example uh, $150 this would make you $225,000 a year in revenue from the freelancing alone and of course, you can play around with the hourly rate and the number of billable hours you uh, you can make in a year to see that number go up or down. Now, of course, this is revenue, not profit. So you will have taxes, uh, you will have all kinds of expenses like uh, uh, travel, a car, um, uh, office furniture, insurances, etc., etc., that you now have to pay uh, fully for your by yourself. And in addition to that you now also have the sole responsibility to do sales and marketing and finance and all the other aspects that come when running a business. So, of course, the idea here is that because you are taking a higher risk, uh, you're doing way more than just zero, you're also being rewarded with a higher income than when working in-house or at an agency. But definitely in, the f in your first year as a freelancer, that might not necessarily be the case. My last note on going freelance is that clients usually uh, like to buy a complete or finished thing that you deliver to them. And what I mean by that is that in terms of running experiments, clients will often expect you to be to be able to do all the things involved, uh, like doing user research, data analysis, design, uh, development, and overall strategy. And it can be really hard to to just sell one, just one of those elements. So if you can only do research, but cannot actually implement an experiment or implement it on the website, uh, the solution on the website, um, or the other way around, then that's an incomplete service and you might have a hard time selling that to clients. Um, looking at these three options, uh, you see that each of these options have their own pros and cons. So which one is right for you? Well. As always, it depends, and it's not just one thing, right? Uh, it depends on where you are in your career, the kinds of learning opportunities you're you're looking for, the kinds of uh, freedoms you're looking uh, for, any amount of risk you're willing to take. Um, and these factors will probably also not be static for you. Uh, they can change over time. Uh, many people in the Ciro Cafe community that I know have switched between these options at least once. 
if you only want to learn a lot in a short amount of time and just improve your skill, then maybe you're working with a team where you uh, have a manager with way more experience than you can be a great option. Uh, if you want to maximize your freedom and earning and uh, you're interested in running your own business, then maybe freelancing is uh, the thing for you. And uh, I think that, you know, a, a lot of times it's really hard to say um, because it can really depend on your personality, what works best uh, for you. And, and, and again, it can highly depend on the actual company and team that you're going to work in and how the experience works out for you. So uh, you might not know this upfront uh, and you need to experiment a bit with this, especially when you're working at an agency or in-house, you could start a freelance business on the side, provided that your contract allows you to. So even if you're not planning on going freelance right now, uh, if you're taking on a new job, uh, whether it's agency or client side, uh, make sure there's an ability uh, in, in the contract for you to actually start doing this. Um, and then you can you can maybe scale scale back your full time job eventually to maybe like four or three days a week and combine uh, it with your freelance activities. So I hope this kind of gave you an understanding of, uh, of what to look for in a zero job. If you're currently looking for a job in zero and, and not sure how to approach this, just send me a message on Twitter or LinkedIn and I'm happy to give you some advice uh, for your particular situation. Also in the Zero Cafe podcast, there are many interviews I did with people that are working any of these three situations and I've listed a couple of them in the notes below uh, so you can listen to those and get a feeling of the work they do and the freedoms they have um, and whether you're completely new to zero or already a veteran uh, we'll have much more interesting videos coming up so make sure that you're subscribed for more amazing videos on zero see you soon and always be optimizing <laughs>